I really do have it all. <clears throat> Didn't we all have it all? I can't believe she's dead. Oh, <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, on that depressing note. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Gig Tales. I'm Hi. here to tell you that Whitney Houston is dead and has yeah. been for ten years. It's been ten years. I'm pretty sure it was 2012. Damn. Oh, is this really, this is how we're really starting this podcast? <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> no, I think this is great. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. Actually, I think it's pretty good. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, people need to know. Yeah, it died February 11th, 2012. Wow. Man. Imagine if you had fallen into a coma like December 31st, 2012, and you were just waking up right now. No. No, I mean, okay, so God, what would be like the most shocking things? Oh my God, I don't even know. Like the past 10 years has been an insane, I I, I, like, I'm not even going to say the pandemic, honestly. I'm not even going to say COVID is going to be the most shocking thing. Like phones, like technology. (laughs) It's like, God. The phones alone, I mean, have advanced so far. Yeah, probably the phones. I think you're right. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, this is Gig Tales. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, Welcome to Gig Tales. I'm Ashley. And I'm Terry. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, We decided we don't have to have a regular schedule or cadence of releasing these episodes because this is our podcast and we do what we want yeah and um so here we are <laughs> months after we've released something we are our own bosses we cut our own paychecks yeah yep we for like- zero dollars yeah uh still waiting on those sponsors that'd be great if those could uh come in anytime soon and if they don't we're gonna start my reverse sponsorship plan which is I'm going to trash your company until you pay me to stop. Yep. So watch out Bezos. (laughs) Actually, there's no amount of money he could pay me to not trash that company. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Someone else. There's no amount of money. Someone could pay me to stop buying things from there every single day. Isn't that the worst part? I'm like, oh, I fucking hate Bezos. Amazon is sucks ass. I'm like, actively even... ordering on amazon <laughs> exactly well, can I order an i hate, hate bezos mug on amazon <laughs> <laughs> for same day delivery like, oh my can. god i bet you can i'm looking it up right now <laughs> you might get banned imagine if it's like <laughs> you're immediately banned from amazon oh <laughs> oh no nothing comes up for i hate bezos there's okay. you can get like there's a pickle, a pickle. i hate bezos yeah. mug i mean yeah that's uh no yeah see he he definitely filters that shit mm, okay wow. well well yeah we've um we've had some gigs we've gone to some gigs Again, this is Gig Tales. We're still here talking about music, performances, not necessarily only music, dance, 
the arts, any type of performing arts. Performance arts. Did you do an installation where you just lived your life in front of people on a street corner? You like woke up and- The pandemic has been, maybe it's actually been an immersive performance art piece. Oh, Jesus Christ. I swear to God, if I found out that COVID was some fucking performance (laughs) art shit, put me back in the coma. Put me into a coma. I don't I don't want to be a part of that. That would be, I mean, that's the that's a movie right there. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a um Black Mirror episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um yeah, so some things are happening. We've been to some performances and we want to talk about them. So we figured we'd record our conversation, <laughs> conversation and share it with you all. We need to talk about what's happened. We do. Because what so, I just witnessed was the most shocking thing about the past 10 years. Okay. Well, I, I know nothing of this story, by the way. Right. So Terry has refrained from telling me her story. Well, I was in LA. I was at an award show. And anyway, <laughs> this guy was presenting an award and some dude got up and slapped him. It was crazy. That's the first thing I said ta- to Tom. I was like, yeah, we're going to record an episode. He's like, what are you guys going to talk about? I was like, I don't know. Like <laughs> really specific. Like there's been some things that have happened. He's like, you got to talk about the slap. I, mean, I was actually thinking that on my run today, I was like, do we have to talk about the slap? I I don't know what else there is to say, to be honest. Like, right. I think it's all been said. It's all been turned into memes. Yep. Which is all I want. It's some shit that can happen while you're, I mean, if you think about Chris Rock was at a gig. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was, is, was that a gig? I think so. Okay. I mean, for everyone there, like what, what, ha- I mean, I'm sure it was not the first time someone on stage has been slapped and it won't be the last. So yeah. if you've ever witnessed that and any uh, listeners, I'm talking to you, if you've ever witnessed a slap like that, yeah. In real life, let us know. It's, uh... I would love to hear about, yeah. Like on stage slappings, like someone just getting up. Like and- non, not rich people. Yeah, I don't want to see two millionaires slap each other. Who gives a shit? Mm. Yeah, crazy. I do have to say, though, that the best thing about that slap was the 18-hour golden hour period after the slap where the Twitter and Reddit takes were just so good. They were perfect. And then it very quickly, you started to get like think pieces and like hot takes on it. And I was like, oh, nope, nope. We've crossed over. We, yeah. We've done it. The, the thing that's really troubling about the slap, I'm like, nope, no, oh, we've done no. it. We want like the Fresh Prince memes. Yeah. We want like all the, yeah. like A second the- Will Smith has uh, crashed into Chris Rock memes. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that. I want the, the slap is like my top used meme, uh, not meme, um, GIF. Yeah. And my keyboard. Yeah. And other than that, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm over it, although it is hilarious. <laughs> it was a thing. It was something. All right. Oh man. Can't so, wait to see him on Good Morning America in 10 years. <laughs> right. Um, so Terry. Okay. Tell me what 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 happened. So I did. So I went to my first concert post-COVID. Right. Um, which was really exciting. I actually got like a message from a group of friends who were going to this show and it was at Royale and they said, um, Hey, we have an extra ticket. Does anyone want to go? It ends at 
9.30 because it's Royale. And I was like, oh, that's for me. I want I want to go to there. Is it 9.30 or is it 10? I can't remember. It's it's very early. Um, I think because I'm, they like turn into a nightclub after. Exactly. Right? So I was like, this is for me. So it was, I mean, I don't want to say band, but it was the musician Girl Talk. I don't know if you like Girl Talk. Yeah. I have, no, I'm not familiar. I think you'd enjoy it. It's just like, it's like a DJ, it's mashups and it's all songs you already know. And it's just cool. so fun. It's very fun. Like yeah. just super fun. And it was a super fun, I would say first concert to go back to post COVID. Cool. So first of all, we go and like, it was my first time out really in a big group like that. Mm-hmm. You know, some people were wearing masks. A lot of people weren't, everything was fine, but it was definitely weird to be in a big crowd like that yeah for sure but it like it got comfortable really quickly I would say um so it is like a club so we get in there uh first of all tons of people just like on the street like that was also my first time kind of being back in the city since I became an old lady (laughs) and going out past like 6 p.m just everyone was out and about it was a nice night whatever um we so we get into the club and girl talk starts playing you know DJing as you will and it's just a blast like there's a he's got like a hype guy and one of the so it's like him on stage he's a DJ and people like get up and dance and you know he throws balloons and like beach balls and all kinds of shit into the crowd it's just like you're supposed to be high and I don't even do edibles um so I was not but it was great um and like you know then this big giant like tube comes at you and you have to like hit the tube and it's wild cool um but the highlight of the evening was when his hype man had a roll of toilet paper tied to a leaf blower and he turned the leaf blower on and was shooting the toilet paper into the crowd and I leaned over to my friend I said that's how I know the pandemic's over. <laughs> You're just being so like willy nilly with your toilet paper. Just throwing it around. Like, come on. on. Yeah. It was so much fun. Everyone was having a great time. Like I went to the bathroom. Everyone was chatting with each other and like, it was really collegiate. It was a ton of fun. I would yeah. say it was like, there were all kinds of there were people like my age. There were people older than me. There were two young people just like basically having full on intercourse on (laughs) the dance floor. And then like the lights went down at the end and they were just like feeling each other up and making out in the corner. We were like, Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, (laughs) It's disgusting. I know (laughs) to be young and not care that people are watching you feel each other up. Or about STDs or, you know. I know. <laughs> so it was, it was a great time. So we get in there and it's like I said, it's just like a DJ. So just like dancing, like mashup songs, you know, lots of people coming and going, tubes, blah, 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 whatever. So at tubes, one point, paper, blah, blah, okay, blah. tubes, toilet paper, blah, blah. Are you with me? Okay, great. I'm here. Oh, confetti. I forgot to say confetti. Okay. So we got the confetti. So at one point, this like group of women starts walking past us and like people were walking past us to get to the bar, to get to the bathroom. Like it's just a big open stand-up area if you've ever been to Royale. Yeah. So people, you know, the crowd moves as you dance and people walk past, blah, blah, blah. So at one point, this group of women 
starts walking past us. And I would say it was three to four women and they varied in age. Like one of the first two women that walked by, I would say they were very young women. Like I would say the first two women were like maybe in their early twenties. Like they looked very young to me. Of course that could mean they were like 30. I don't know. No. Yeah. I feel you. And then like another woman was with them. If I had to guess, I'd say she was about my age. And then there was a fourth woman and she was, I honestly couldn't guess her age and I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to hold back and I'm going to let the audience weigh in on why. Okay. Because this woman was so fucked up. Like I forgot about fucked up people at clubs and con, right? Mm-hmm. and like, like really bad yeah yeah and it's something that kind of came flooding back to me like I was thinking about this story last night and like every time I've been to you know a game at Fenway at the park on the tee there's always someone who everyone's like holy shit yep. at the bars after whatever like I forgot about the really fucked up people yeah so these three women walk by and they're all kind of like a little bit have had a little bit too much And the fourth woman in their group who, if you had asked me in that moment, I would have said she was 50, but which isn't old, but then like on closer inspection, I was like, I actually don't think she's 50. She just like was not in good shape. So they walk past us and they start walking in front of us and they're all kind of wavering a little, but this one woman, I mean, physically could not stand up. And as to the point that when she walked in front of me, I put my hands like this to the audience. Uh, Mm. I'm just putting my palms out like right in front of me Mm. (laughs) directly out. And I was physically supporting her. I was holding her up for one minute. And I was like, friends were not like helping her. They were were walking ahead. I think they were also pretty drunk, but by comparison, they did not seem as drunk as her for sure. And I kind of like, did a side glance to my friends and they were all like, Oh wow. And everyone was seeing this. It was very obvious. And I just kind of held her up for a minute and I like, and then finally she like got back upright and she carried on her way, like further into the crowd, closer to the stage. And I was like, Ooh, so, you know, then I just stand there and I get back to my, you know, old lady dancing, having a good time. And, a out of the corner of my eye, I see a security guard come up uh-huh. and he comes up to me and he leans over and he says something. And I went, I'm sorry. And I couldn't, it was very loud. I couldn't hear him. And he goes, that woman, something, something. And I was like, I, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he goes, I saw that woman who came in in front of you. And I was like, Oh yeah. And he goes, he goes, thank you. And I was like, so he must've seen me like physically holding her up. Yeah. And he kind of nodded, like, which way did they go? Kind of. And I was like, oh yeah, they're over there. A couple more minutes goes by and one by one security starts (laughs) leading those same women back out directly back in front of us. Oh God. And they, I I actually can't remember now. I might get a check on this, see if someone can remember if it was one security guard or two, or if it was one security guard and another man like holding her because the woman who I had been holding up, they were like carrying her out 
by the arms. And right when she got in front of me, directly in front of me, she just fucking bailed and yard sailed completely all over the floor, right down on the ground, right on her face. Her purse went flying out. All of her shit went flying out. (laughs) And like the guy stopped and he was trying to help her, but he like, he was having a hard time helping her. And at first we all kind of took a step back, right? Because like too many cooks, right? Yeah, Like give him space, give him space. Like she's with security guard and he was trying to help her up and she couldn't get up. And she was like, stumbling and the other guy was helping her. And then finally a third person stepped in. It might've been one of my friends. I actually can't even remember now and helped her up. She like took her hand uh, and helped her up and she got upright. And as I was looking at her and she was like wobbling, her purse was just wide open. So I, and I went, hold on to the security guard and I grabbed her and I picked up her purse and I looked her in the eye when I did this and I went and I just zipped it (laughs) shut and I was like you're all set like I couldn't (laughs) I just couldn't except that she was walking around that way with an open purse I mean that's just how you lose your identity pretty much yeah so they walked them all out and we all just you know kind of looked at each other and carried on with our night but it was it was very wild it was very chaotic and it was sad but like it was fun. I think she was okay. I think people were, you know, I zipped up her purse. A standby helped her up. Like people weren't yeah. making fun of her. Like I felt bad for her, but it wasn't cruel, you know? Yeah. Um, and she, she was taken out and it just, yeah, it, it just gave me flashbacks. I'm like, oh yeah, you go to things like this and people get just out of control. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. I truly had. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's been a while, but that's, yeah, that's like normal. I wonder if like people's tolerance has gone down. I don't know. Maybe not alcohol. I think people have been drinking a lot. In More. The yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't drink either way. So I don't know, but, um, I don't know, like just for that atmosphere of people like are going hard to like make up for the lost years of like these experiences or something. I don't know, but I just, I, whenever I see stuff like that, like that stuff like scares me. I know to think about like that person. And I mean, if your friends are also like, not, not like you need, this is why like the designated driver exists. Like, and, but then also like, it sucks for that person, but if you agree to it, whatever, but like your friends are not there enough to like help you or to notice like right. the curtains <laughs> hanging open and you're on the ground and yeah. that yeah. is just to be that out of it is so scary to me. To not notice that she was before she even got to that point that she was falling over and like, couldn't even stand up and was like struggling through the crowd. Right. Yeah. it is. Yeah. Let's go up to the stage. (laughs) Like you can know, let's get further into the mass of people. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. I, I've always like, when I see stuff like that, because it's like every show almost or event, like to your point, Uh like, like, you know, sports games, events and things like that. It always like, for me, especially for music, it's like people that tailgate and get like that fucked up, like before a show. And then it's like, why even go 
to this show. Like some people, I get it. They go to these things for that. Like that's what they love. But um, to me, I'm like them. Just do that in your backyard and yeah. put on a put up put on <laughs> the radio, like and play <laughs> the artist. Like, why did you pay however much money for a ticket to this show to drive somewhere with all your pack all your shit in your car, drive somewhere? get fucked up not even remember the show maybe get kicked out maybe get kicked out probably make an ass of yourself and then someone has to drive home like to be fair i made an ass of myself and i was not drunk i just (laughs) this is true yeah you can make an ass of yourself that's kind of fun but like i just what what is i don't i don't i don't get that whole thing i don't know yeah i feel like i could spend an entire episode just talking about that alone which is like for our other podcast i know well like one of the i think i talked about it because it was like the second to last show that i went to before covid and before everything shut down was hansen and before the show there was a woman that was got carried out by security guards before <laughs> the show by mountains before the show even started like you're come on like I know we're old now like all the Hanson fans are like moms were like maybe that's saying like maybe what that, she's like mom is getting out of the house mom is yeah. gonna get crunk I don't know exactly. I, I don't know the show oh god um you yeah. had some gigs recently I did and I was trying to think about so we played New Year's Eve and it was surprisingly mellow like that amazing. feels wrong I know I used to not even play New Year's Eve and like most holidays because things were like too rowdy for my taste. But yeah, since we started doing this um, cat pack kind of super group, we've been playing New Year's. And I think it's also the venue like it's, you know, my friends Craig and Christine there. Right. They are, and they've created a really cool vibe and have like a very great group of regulars and stuff. But yeah, it was like pretty chill um except most of us got COVID (laughs) afterwards but I think everybody did it was Omicron came through Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know I I think it was probably that but I mean we were even then I remember we were only like unmasked to play we would still like as soon as we were off the stage we're we're still wearing masks and everything but um so yeah that was oddly uneventful but then we played I played a couple since then. So I, we, we played a, um, a private event, a holiday party that got moved because of COVID. It was supposed to be in December and it got moved to the end of February. So it was like a corporate type of event. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person who booked us was actually used to work at a, uh, another venue that we play regularly and she had left she used to work there she used to manage that place she left she now works for this like corporate company whatever and she reached out to us because they needed entertainment for their party so (laughs) we agreed and then obviously the date got moved and whatever and so there were like a couple things that made this one memorable the first one was like I was slightly dying so I felt horrible oh because you had your health yes. issues. Yes. So I had my gallbladder removed slightly, like shortly after this. In the middle of the, the gig. Middle of the gig. <laughs> no, but I knew it was an issue. I knew I was having gallbladder attacks, blah, blah, blah. I had gone to the doctor. I had the surgery scheduled for the end of March. And this is the end of February. 
the day before this gig, I had had an attack and it made me like super nauseous. I was really sick, like just did not feel well, whatever. Um, but we had this, this gig. I was like, I gotta, gotta gotta do it. The gig, right. So like, I hadn't eaten. I was like, I drink literally a gallon of water a day. I have this crazy gallon water bottle, yeah. like barely even drinking water. Cause I didn't want to like my stomach to be upset, whatever. And I didn't want, like, I didn't say anything. Like, I don't know. My husband knew he's in the band, but like, I didn't want my bandmates to be like worried or whatever. So I'm like right. trying to play it cool. Um, so I didn't feel great, but it was fine. Like the gig actually, because it had gotten rescheduled, <laughs> we like my guitarist had another gig that was like close by and ended like when this one started. So we started without him and then he was getting there late. So like, it was just like clunky. We're like, what can we play without him? Luckily my bass bass player is a phenomenal guitar player. So he was going to play guitar for a few songs and we would have no bass, but like, it was just like, I don't know. It was like too many things. I'd already didn't feel good, whatever. So then they're like, so we're like about to start they're like so we have we're doing some raffles so like would you mind like announcing some raffles like during like yeah just like let us know or like we can give you like a microphone or whatever and you can like pull raffle tickets and stuff and like okay cool like yeah just let us know when we can do it between songs or on breaks whatever so we we're playing and we, we played I feel like we played like a few songs like not very many and they're like so we'll do some want to do some raffles and we're like okay cool cool fine so there's like this guy who appears to be like the big wig of this company I don't know whatever the Bezos if you will the Bezos if you will yes everyone's wearing um, t-shirts that say how he sucks <laughs> he has a suit on um and so I like we gave like kind of I thought he would like he was going to announce the things the tickets but then he started like pulling them and then handing them to me what the fuck okay so and I mean I don't like I'm trying to I feel like I feel like I'm I'm far more accommodating when we're playing a private event than I am like at a bar and someone tries to like ask us to do some shit I'm like yeah no like I don't know I feel I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like there's like a, I don't know. There's like a higher level of like, we are, you're, you've hired us. I know. It's yeah. Like, no, I think that I makes know. sense. I think where it's like, ah, uh, you know, you're being paid more for this specific thing. Yeah. And I, it, I feel like it's hard for me to verbalize, but yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like different. I don't know. So I yeah. just like went along with it, but I'm like, you know, now I'm like slightly dying and I'm like, okay, so I get no breaks tonight because now I have to like, you know, like, I just want to sit down for a minute, oh, no. a nice like break to have, but now I'm announcing these raffles, but I just like went with it. And I, apparently I found out that I have a very weird, I had this undiscovered until then talent for raffling things <laughs> off. Like I was on fire. 
was like they were laughing I'm like maybe you should go into like stand-up I'm really not that funny but like <laughs> what the f- how did you do these raffles I was just making jokes about like the items like the I'd be like okay like what is this one and I can't even remember any of it and even if I were to repeat it now it like wouldn't be funny but we'll have to ask like Ari and Tom and Paula like they were like you're you're like even the people like that worked for this place were like you're how are you why are you so good at this like I I need to know. I need to know how one is good at raffles. I, I didn't know it was a thing that one could be good at, but like in a past you life, you were an old timey auctioneer. Maybe the items were like kind of funny. I don't know. Like I, I, it won't be funny to replicate it, but there was like, there were towels and like weird, like mugs. I don't know. And then like the people, I don't know. There's a guy like in Yankees gear. So I was just like, you know, making fun of him the whole, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was telling him about he fucking sucked. Yeah, and Everyone was like, yeah, everyone had a real bloodlust. Yankees suck. I don't know. It was odd, but then I was like, shit, now I'm good at this. They're going to want me to do this all goddamn night. And yeah, that's what happened. I, we like between every like three songs, they'd come back and be like, another round of raffles they must have had like fucking 200 things i don't even know they started they liked you so much that they had actually finished all the raffles but they started like bringing more stuff up on the raffle they're like oh next we have this uh banquet chair angela can i have your coat here we have angela's coat go go quick do it do it it was so weird i i don't know but it was fun i guess it kind of made the time pass and then yeah, the the next day, I was in the ER with my <laughs> my liver backing up into my body and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, it was really gross, um, and I realized, yeah, that wasn't good. I was pretty sick, and then had to move up my gallbladder and had that bitch ripped out. And that was holy really shit. Yeah, yep. But I think it was just like I don't know. I guess I mean again, so many people out there can relate. Like when you're sick, but you have to do something like you just do it, it. you like the adrenaline or I don't know the mindset. You just get through it. Wow. Every song sucked by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It actually like it was, I don't know. It wasn't, I was, I don't know. I was surprised. Like it was fine. But in reality, you were like, you were dying. You had a fever. You were hallucinating. You're like, I was really good last night. Yeah, exactly. Up to the video. Back for our summer outing and this and that. Like, okay, well, just please no more raffles. Like I can't. (laughs) Well, now you have to do it. I know. Or maybe, yeah. Like maybe I'll record it next time. We can yeah I need to know if we can get some more details on what was so great about the raffle and I know a lot of times it's like you had to be there but still I don't know we'll have to ask Ari we'll have to get Ari back on she was like cheering me on for the raffles speaking of the Yankees and I don't (laughs) want to spend too much time on this because that's not what this podcast is about but did you see that video of um when the Yankees were playing Cleveland Mm-mm. last week, this no. past week, and no. they started, the fans in the bleachers started throwing garbage onto the field. Oh, okay. The- I heard one of the outfielders, it was yes. Cleveland. Yes. One of their outfielders, like I saw like a quote, a picture of him with a quote 
saying like they're the worst worst fan, fan base ever. ever. Yes, that's all I saw, but I I totally forgot about it. Yeah. At one point, an umpire went out and started like pleading with them to stop, and then towards the end, the Yankees bench came out and they're all waving their arms going like stop stop oh my god telling them to stop absolute literal garbage tossing trash beer cans everything it's terrible oh it's the so worst bad. and it's- i legitimately feel bad for the yankees like right. <laughs> yeah they don't want that no they it's not them part. it's their fan base fucking new york is Anyway, we just lost New York. <laughs> Man, oh, our map is up. New York is gone. <laughs> the heat map is exploding. Oh, and a heap of garbage just came through my front window. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I don't. That's that's the gig situation. I had another one where, so uh, Matt Jackson, who was one of our first guests, he and I have been working hard on our duo project. It's called Frontwoods, and we've been playing. Um, we actually played a gig opening for Ari and played a bunch of new original music. We've been writing our butts off, um, (laughs) this last last year and we're going into the studio, uh, this week and starting recording our our little duo project, little duo project, our duo project. Wow. Yeah. Lots of new original music. Super pumped about it. It's like, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. We're really like, we like the songs, like we're digging them and, there we played them a lot of them for the first time live um at that show opening for Ari and got like great response and yeah so we're excited how long have you been working on this for I mean Matt and I have been playing together for like 10 years but we've we've really we really started to like buckle down and to get together regularly and we had a bunch of songs that we had like started over the years and a lot of it, like even he, he was traveling for a while and we would write stuff like, you know, send each other voice clips and like, mm. write, he'd write a verse and I'd write a verse and we put stuff together, but probably like, I want to, maybe, uh, I don't even know, like almost a year, maybe, okay. I think it may, maybe it was like last summer. We really were like, all right, we're going to consistently get together and write on you know like write some new stuff and actually like have some writing sessions that's great like banging them out yeah we were like we'd get together with the intention of like finishing a song and then one that we already started and we'd just like write a whole whole new song so yeah it's going really well we're excited about it and i hope this new record will bring us the hit song raffle bitch about (laughs) So it reminded me of Phoebe. Uh, jingle uh, bitch screw to me over. Go to hell, jingle <laughs> over. Raffle <laughs> bitch. But it's actually about how a young woman comes into her own after discovering her secret talent for yeah. raffling. For raffling. Yeah. Oh my god. It's more of a ballad. <laughs> I'll work on it. If you if you could, I'd greatly appreciate that. I will. I will. Do you take requests for songwriting? Not like, oh, I want to hear uh, Whitney Houston. Like, uh, like, yeah. Could you write a song about, yeah, a woman who fell over at a concert and then <laughs> a stranger zipped up her purse for her? Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. Yeah. Thank It'll you. That'd be great. Good. 
coming to a to, to an Instagram near you. Um, <laughs> um, I I too went to a show. I guess I can I can talk about. Um, yes, I would love to hear this. Who'd you go to see? I, so I saw Mark Broussard. Um, who I think I've talked about and I've seen him a million times. He's like from Louisiana, very much like soul music. He writes stuff and he also does lots of like covers of old soul songs. Um, actually I've seen him twice since we last recorded, but the first one was pretty, pretty uneventful. I also saw Liz Longley. That was pretty uneventful, but awesome. Um, but we, so we just saw, we had tickets to see two shows in one week One was Johnny Swim and Mm -hmm. one was Mark Broussard. And they were both rescheduled from like the fall due to COVID. Mm -hmm. And then the Johnny Swim show that we were going to go see got postponed again because they got COVID. (laughs) This was like a few weeks ago. (laughs) Oh no. And then Mark Broussard, that one was supposed to be on Monday. The, one of the, the people in the band got COVID like Saturday or something. So we're like, yeah, that one's being knocked out and then like Tuesday or Wednesday Mark Broussard is in the hospital and he's like in the Mark Broussard show was on Saturday and he like had some like fluke heart issue what while he was like on tour yeah and was like in the hospital in like Connecticut I think I think they were playing New York um and he he ended up being totally fine but I'm like are we like cursed like what's happening like we're supposed to have see these two shows that had already been postponed and now everybody's like getting sick what is going on maybe um, he got hit with New York fan garbage and it sent him to the hospital gar- garbage syndrome um but anyhow, he was fine. He was like released on like Thursday or Friday and he was, he was okay. It was some fluke thing. He's all right. But he was like, he made a really like po- a nice, like post about it on his Instagram. I was going to say, how did you know the details of this? Yeah. He like, well, he posted that he was like in the hospital and then that they had to cancel like one or two of the shows. And then he posted again, like a video kind of explaining what had happened and, um, he was mentioning like, he's like, I, you know, this touring life is just really hard on you. Yeah. He's like, it's been so many years and I just need to like, I need to take better care of myself. And he's like, so for now I'm on the wagon. Like I'm not drinking for the last right. few shows. And I think we were, we may have been the last show on the tour. So he was like right at the, the last, like then within the last week. So, and I was thinking and talking to my husband about it, like, it's gotta be so, so hard, especially like, I don't, it's probably hard, but I don't feel bad for like Mick Jagger. Like you have, you have oh. a private set, they build you a fucking running track. Like Mick Jagger, it's, fuck you. Yeah. Right. Cause like you have like a private jet and a private chef and they, you have like the luxury, but when you're just like an independent or small time, like musician, you're like literally in a bus, like sleeping in it in like shitty hotels, motels, whatever. I mean, and like, he's been doing this for years and years and years. That's gotta be so taxing on your body. It's funny that you say that because I was thinking about like these older guys who are still touring, like Mick Jagger, like Paul McCartney, like Elton John. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, how do these guys do it? They're like 80. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're multi-multi-millionaires. They have like a private jet 
and a private bus and like a full hotel on wheels that basically like yeah they're not dealing with the and like when they go to eat like they have the best food they have they can go to the best restaurants they can have the best food brought in they can like they have chefs like chefs and hotels and like rent a home and have like make your own it is such a different when you have those resources it's different than if you're just a small independent person who's like hey Mm -hmm. we're just we take what we can get kind of or we have more limited means yeah yeah I mean I even think when you have all the luxuries like it would still be tough just like moving around like you're sleeping in like different beds potentially unless you're you know on like a a nice bus but you're like in different time zones and you're just like yeah in your space Mm -hmm. like that's again I don't feel bad for them but like that's even got to be hard especially like you said when they're like freaking 80 years old but yeah just to be really like roughing it for that long I mean you gotta like you gotta love it they're like really the road warriors yeah and they do there are some people who love it right they're like this is what I do and I yeah so we were glad he was okay and we got to see this show because I was starting to think like man I thought we were past this like (laughs) shows getting canceled constantly so it was a great show um it was at the Cabot Theater in Beverly which I had never been to I've never been there either small little like theater but really nice really great sound um we were really really close and whatever um again we've seen him like a million times in concert we know exactly what to expect it's great the band's great like it's feel good (laughs) toward the end he's like although he did have some different some new band members which was interesting i know one of his his guitarists i believe his wife just passed away which is like really really sad i think she had cancer yeah oh jeez. yeah so he had like some new new folks um on tour with him but anyway they were still great um toward the end he's like so he always does a little acoustic set in the middle of the set which a lot of people do like yeah like that you know they'll send the band to take a break and they'll do a few solo acoustic songs so he did that toward the end and the last song he's like i'm gonna in- invite out this legend he's like he describes himself as a living meme okay he's like but i I describe him as a legend and feel like okay what like what is happening so he introduces this guy named vermin supreme vermin supreme (laughs) you know about vermin supreme no so i he's like vermin supreme is going to come out and he's going to play the bones. Okay. So Vermin Supreme is a older gentleman who wears a rubber boot on his head. I'm looking at his fucking face right now. Okay. Everyone go. go, go Everyone. This is an interactive episode. Google (laughs) Vermin Supreme. The second you get to this point. Right. Hey, Siri. Google Vermin Supreme. There you go. You don't even have to ask your, your Siri. Here, I'll take care of the rest for you. Alexa, Google Vermin Supreme. Hey, Google. Google Vermin Supreme. I know. So literally he wears a rubber boot on his head like a hat, like upside down, puts the opening around the top of his head. So he has this big, like a tall ass, like rubber rain boot. 
he has his boot flopping around <laughs> on his head and he's otherwise dressed like kind of crazy like i don't even yeah. know but it was just like what is happening and he has the these bones so they're like little like for lack of i don't know like castanets for lack of like a better thing to describe them for someone who doesn't know what they are like you kind of like flap your hand together and they click and clack and like my god so he like played on this song and it was kind of like okay and honestly like I think I don't know we were kind of like all right what is exactly happening so like I was not familiar with Vermin Supreme I didn't know if like he was someone with some sort of disability or like something that he was it was like okay like that was interesting and cool like Like, it was a make a wish kind of thing yeah like yes like it was something like that which is totally cool and great and like he was playing along to the beat kind of like into a microphone and it was like all right that was the thing that happened (laughs) but then they bring the band back out and they're like they have him stay for the entire rest of the set I just, which was like a few more songs and he just to play the bones just to play the bones and he he doesn't have a microphone so now he's using the bass player's microphone because that's where he was when mark was doing his solo set but now the bass player comes back he doesn't have a microphone to sing into and they they all sing they do like these crazy like million part harmonies and shit so the bass player is like in in vermin is like he's not like he's just like standing there playing the bones like he's dancing around he's like erratically dancing around the bass player keeps trying to like move in to sing a part like into the <laughs> microphone and not get whacked in the face with the bone. Like I don't, it was so odd. He kept kicking. So the guitarist's amp was like behind him and he yeah, kept dancing so it. erratically. He was kicking the microphone on the amp. So like the sound guy was having to run out and like readjust the microphone on the amp. Like it was a mess. It was so distracting like I couldn't look it was just like okay that was cool for like a song I don't know this guy I don't know his story but clearly that he's like a thing and fine but it was so distracting and then you could tell like the the volume of that microphone just got like lower and lower (laughs) at first it was so loud like the clacking it just got worse like he was just not even playing with the music at most points. So like, it just got softer and softer. Oh my God. Oh my God. So like I Googled this guy after and he was like, he ran for like, he's a, he's local to like the Rockport, Gloucester, Beverly, like Massachusetts area. Okay. He ran for like some political office. He's like at one point under like the libertarian party, like he, I don't, I don't know. He's like some sort of political activist, like when he plays the bones, I don't know. And he always has his boot on his head. What was his platform? I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't go that deep, but I, yeah. The boots are too expensive. We need to lower the cost of boots. The boots are made for your head. I don't, it was, his whole uh, platform where boots are really a hat. 
<laughs> Change my mind. I I don't know. It was uh yeah. It was a whole thing. Vermin Supreme. Wow. Check it out. I'm sure Everyone... there's one of this um that I'll share on our social media if I can find it, but oof. Everyone Google Vermin Supreme. You will not be disappointed. I (laughs) had no idea what I was saying. (laughs) Poor bass player. Like, I'd love to have him on this podcast. Just be like, how is that to have the bones in your face? Why doesn't he come on this podcast? Jesus. He should. So other than that, like the crowd was good. There weren't too many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were, it was small. It was a very small like theater. His shows are usually, usually like an older audience, which I totally dig because they're like more kind of mellow and yeah. Yeah. It was just, it's like usually just a good, a good time. There was a girl reminded me when you were talking about zipping the girl's purse, the drunk girl's purse, I was using the restroom before the show and I was washing my hands and there was a girl there. She's like, you know what they should have in these bathrooms? Mints, like mints or gum. And I was like, oh, oh, I actually had like, you know, those Listerine strips in my purse. Yeah. So I offered her one of those. She was like, thank you so much. I'm on a first date. And I really needed this. And I was like, oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes all it takes is a Listerine strip. So I like to think those people are going to end up like married and have like a million babies and be like, oh, because that girl gave me the Listerine. Listerine str- oh, then I had the power to kiss you. Yeah. When I was in the bathroom at the concert I went to, this girl, this girl, this probably like 25-year-old woman said to me, and I forget why she made this comment, but there was something when we were going into the bathroom. I can't remember. And like, oh, she needed a tampon and she was like, does anyone have a tampon? And like everyone rallied together and got her a tampon. And um, she, but she said, we ended up washing our hands together. And she said, see, this is why I got to start wearing. Oh, that was why. Cause she said she used to keep a tampon in her bra. She goes, see, this is why I got to start wearing a bra. Now when I go out, I went, no way, baby, it's over. Bras are gone. <laughs> you, you know, your generation, let it go. Yep. Like feel the power don't wear the bra let be freed from the bra and she was like oh yeah you're right it was very like (laughs) but it was it was very collegiate and everyone I feel like everyone was very happy to be out and just like yeah yeah I don't I feel there's like a faith in humanity and like maybe it's naive or something or maybe it's just coincidental but I feel like that lately too we were at um ken my guitarist uh slash ken budka you all know him mm-hmm. friend of the pod um he was playing a solo gig at warp and weft craig and christine's place and christine and ari and i had gone out for dinner and then we went to go catch the end of his set and then we were just sort of all sitting around after he was done playing and so ken was sitting with us and craig and there was this guy at the bar. Oh, oh, there's a song. How'd you, you forget this song? gig tale? I know, I know, it's a good one. The song says, Shoo the Children. Do you know the song I'm talking no. about? Okay, what is the name of it? <laughs> is it Boot the Children? And was it by Vermin <laughs> Supreme? Uh, Today's episode of Gig Tales was brought to you by The Shoe Footwear. 
Yes, seriously. Um, Shoo the children. You know the song Fly Like an Eagle, Steve Miller Band. Oh. So uh, there's a lyric in that song, apparently, that's shoo the children, as in put shoes on the children. I like, never oh, knew that. It says, it says shoo the children with no shoes on their feet. Right. Yeah. So I never paid enough attention to that. And I didn't know that that was a thing. So it was on in the background and Ari was like, shoo the children. And we were like, what? She's like, it's the lyric in the song. I always thought it was funny or something. And I thought immediately like S-H-O-O, like shoo, shoo. children, shoo. children. shoo. <laughs> that shows my true colors about how I feel about kids. Um, <laughs> I support that. Right. I know. Um, but she's like, no, shoo, like put shoes on them. And there was this guy who was sitting at the bar with his back to us. And he turned around. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to eavesdrop, but you guys talking about shooting children. Oh, Jesus. We're like, no, shoo the children. Like ours, like, so, you know, mortified, like, no, 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 shoo, like shoo. So the shoe children in the song. He's like, all right, like, cool. I just, and we're like, no, you know what? thank you. Thank you for doing that. Because if that's what we were talking about, you're the good Samaritan that was like, yeah, what's what's happening? Hey pals. I just want to, you know, I'm all for artistic license and everything, but I just want to go out and say, shoe is not a verb. verb. Like clothe, feed the hungry, you're not like shoe the children. Shoe, you don't shoe someone. Right. I think that's like why Ari called it out because it's just ridiculous. But, but then, yeah, then this guy, so Craig, like kind of noticed that he had been sitting by himself. So he's like, if you want to join us, like pull up a chair. He's like, you know what? I will. And he pulled up a chair and <gasps> like chatted with us. He was cool. He's from, he had just moved into town. He was originally from Georgia. He was in the military. Like, yeah, he just, it was a really nice conversation. And like, wow, like people are just really i don't know really kind and i do yeah i think people are and i know i am i'm like i'm just gonna talk to anyone like i don't give a shit and i'm gonna invite people and like be i don't know open with people and be helpful to people like i cannot say that 10 years ago i would have zipped up that woman's purse to be honest with you i would have been like i don't want to be involved right now i'm like not out of malice but like right yeah, like not my problem. I don't like, want to get involved, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to help other people and talk to people in the bathroom and help this woman find a, an ice cold tampon, you know, like. <laughs> ice cold tampon. Ice cold. It is good. It's good to be back out there. And I think there was a time where I was really uncertain if live music would ever happen again. And I was listening to Dave Grohl, I think on, you might've been on Conan's podcast. I can't recall now. And someone asked him flat out, is there going to be live music again? And he said, yes, it's going to happen. We need it. It is coming back. Like, I don't know when. And I feel like this was about a year ago. And he said, I don't know when it's coming. I can't give you a timeline is coming back. We need it. It's good for us. And he was right. It is like when I was out, at that show, it just like, it was the, it was just the best. It felt so good. It does. It's just the energy. It's yeah. 
It's crazy. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'll go to see whatever show we bought. Um, before COVID, we had done it for a couple of years that there's like a Broadway in Boston subscription. You buy like, you know, you get like the same, same seats for it's like six mm. or seven different shows or whatever. So it's like a um, season subscription. So I just got that for us. Like, I'm like, we're, we're going to everything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We just need that. It's so energizing. After I left that, I was like, I want to go to every concert. Um, I am going to see Paul McCartney this summer. So I'll update everyone on that show for sure. Got a a little bougie, got some bougie tickets Mm -hmm. on the ground. Kind of close to the. You should, you have to. I was like, you know what? I'm going bougie. I'm not, I'm not going to sit in the fucking grandstand like a chump. No, no, honestly, who does that? chumps and losers you know how I know because I've done it and I'm a chump and a loser yeah no I figured so I actually um this is when we get into the pricing portion of the podcast everyone the only reason I got those tickets was because they were having an Amex special where if you used your Amex they had open ticket uh, you could buy tickets only if you had an Amex during one open window. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, and I don't know why, but I went on and I was like, I'm getting floor seats. I don't care if I spend like $1,500, whatever. And they actually were not that expensive. They were only, they were less than $300 a piece. That's crazy. To for be Paul like yeah. for Paul McCartney. Right. And then I went on out of curiosity the next two days later after the pre-sale was over and those same tickets were two to three times as much. So I think it was like a special promotion. Um, and I'm glad I got it. It's probably going to be the last time I see him and I'm very excited to go. Well, when, when is it? June. June. All right. We'll have to do a full, a full review. I'll let you know. I'll be like, um, he did the same show he's been doing for the past 20 years. Much, yeah. And I don't give a yeah. shit. I'd go see it again. Matter. I know. <laughs> um, I think the only other thing that has happened is the Grammys happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about it? I mean, do we want to talk about that? I, what I will say is I don't have a lot to say, but I was pleasantly surprised i feel like the last few years i have felt super old watching the grammys and i we did like a formal episode on on here right where we like we were researching the artists and listening to music and i all the you know the nominees and i found it it was fun and it was entertaining and informative but i felt like i don't even know any of these people like i felt so out of the loop yeah i don't know like it probably obviously it, I am just getting old but like I think it's also the way we consume music like when mm. it was the radio you're sort of like fed what the mm. radio and everyone's listening to the same the same stuff mm-hmm. um, you know even though there'd be like the different stations there are only so many now it's like there's this you can access anything like there's just such a wider breadth of music out there that it's almost overwhelming I will also say, so like your feeling too, of like, you felt old last year. This was the first year I really felt that I was like, I don't know who any (laughs) of these people are like, at least last year I was like, okay, there was Bieber. There was like Doja Cat. I was like, I know who those people are. Yeah. Not a single 
nominee did I know I think Olivia Rodrigo was the only one that I was like oh yeah I definitely know who she is yeah I felt I felt more in the loop I don't know why like I don't know if Mm. I've been listening to more I have been trying to like just kind of mix things up more but just know what's going on yeah yeah And and I mean I like it but I was I usually aside from feeling old I usually will fast forward through a lot of the Grammys like I would you know DVR it and start it like an hour after it starts so I could have like the space <laughs> to fast forward I didn't find my fast forwarding like I thought the the performances were good they were great they were really good it's so weird because and we were texting about this and I was like these performances are great it was very performance heavy which is awesome yeah. I was bored as hell I turned it off I was like I yeah. I can't do this anymore. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. 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 I, I loved it. Like I was, I was, I, it, 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 because of like the quality of the performances, I think it drew me in. I was like, yeah. oh, nobody is horrible. Like I didn't have to. Fast it, was, forward. it was objectively good. Yeah. yeah. Which is I mean, why I'm so blown away by the fact I was like, I am so bored by this. I don't <laughs> Yeah, the staging, the lighting, like everything yeah. was really well done. Um, most people were singing live, which was also really cool. I just think that after the slap and then I turned that on, I had a, I just had a real bloodlust. And yeah. if there wasn't any violence, you know, like call me when Phoebe Bridgers puts Billie Eilish in a headlock, then we can talk. I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of like, okay next next performance Ooh, big deal I felt like I I enjoyed it I also think like <laughs> I mean you you can't have Silk Sonic open the show because, oh like, my downhill. like that I think you're right yeah there. they're so good Bruno Mars is too good of a human uh-huh perform that shit is wild silks i didn't even know that was a thing actually i wasn't even aware of silk sonic and oh, yeah you're right on everything it was like a clean sweep you're right you're right yeah silk sonic wow holy shit that blew my mind yeah they're <laughs> bruno mars afterwards i'm like you know what does he have like a girlfriend or like a wife <laughs> or like a something like i've literally why <laughs> because i have never heard anything about him Mm-hmm. in like the tabloids or the gossip or like TMZ and maybe I've just missed it but I'm like for someone who's been that famous for that long mm. to not have anything negative or a scandal or like something so I looked it up and it looks like he's had like the same girlfriend for like 10 years or something mm. since Whitney time. died like, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's why <laughs> it brought them together yeah right 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 but I'm like that's why he's probably just like He's in a committed relationship. And he's mm. just like a normal, way too talented motherfucker. Like he just is too talented. That it's, man is too talented. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's do you know normal. what I do you know what I said to Sean in the car the other day? Oh man, this episode's really going off the rails. But I swear I, I have a point with this. <laughs> we were listening to a print song. I actually can't even remember which one it was. It might have even just been 1999. And I said, I can't accept that a human being wrote this song. I can't accept it. It's too good. 
And like, that would be true of other songs too, where I might be like, I don't accept that a person was able to write something this perfect. This was written by a computer that was coded to know what a perfect song is. And like, sometimes I feel that way about Bruno Mars. Like, I don't believe that a human being has done all the things that he's done. He's too good. He's a computer. He is. It's every, it's all the elements. It's just like the whole, the whole performance, the vibe, like his voice is just ridiculous alone. Like he's just, if he was just a singer, like he'd be phenomenal just as a singer, but he's God, he's yeah. He's so much more. It's insane. I don't know. That's nuts. So good. The yeah, his live show is ridiculous. Go see him if he's near you. Go see Bruno Mars, everyone. We're yeah. gonna follow up and make Thank sure you, so you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I think I, oh no, I I I don't know. I I the only other thing about the Grammys is I didn't like Gaga's performance, which is weird because I if there was someone who I would have bet on that. If I was to say like my least favorite performance and looked at the list of performers, it would not have been her, but it was. Mm. She was doing a jazz thing. I just didn't get it. I didn't I like think it. I saw it. And I don't remember exactly when I turned it off, but yeah. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. Brandy Carlisle, amazing as always. Oh yeah. She had a really Rachel beautiful Lynn, voice. Amazing as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the performers were excellent. Yeah. Truly. Yes. Like so fun i just think there needed to be a stabbing then i would have been involved yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what happens we really <laughs> raised the bar so we'll see what's next what can happen at like the tonys <laughs> someone gets fucking pancaked yeah yeah by a drunk dump truck driver i don't know um oh, we'll see yeah you gotta step it up yeah. whatever uh I think it's time where I have to ask you what you're listening to. God, you would think that I'd be used to this thing that we do on our podcast. Jesus Christ. I, um, God, I'm not. Why? Okay. So let me, let me see. Let me go in my Spotify situation. I've been, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, my old faithfuls, um, but yeah, I was, I, what is, I've been listening to like a pop playlist. I think like I mentioned, like I'm trying to just like stay in touch with things that are popular, mm-hmm. oh, but I will say, okay, maybe I will go with this one. The other day I was driving to my brother's house and I saw a playlist that said 2000s love songs and popped that baby on with all the hope in the world and it delivered thank you spotify it delivered there was some uh monica little angel of mine oh my god um, there was some casey and jojo, oh, casey and my jojo. Life. there was some uh mariah and boys to men one sweet day um, wait you said this is 2000s love songs it, was it 90s what, it's got to be 90s. 90s. It was 90s casey and jojo is definitively okay. and it was late 90s maybe okay. it was late 90s early 2000s sure 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 yeah. wrap it up i'm trying to find it on spotify and i don't even see it um recently played we 90s. have it was 90s 90s love songs is the name of the playlist um i mean there was some whitney there was some celine like mm. it was baby ooh. girl Oh, chef's kiss 
Yeah. She, um, I mean, we have a playlist. It's like the nineties ultimate alternative rock playlist that we also love. What's on that? Like, hold on. Oh God. I'm going to blow your mind. Now I have to pull up my Spotify. Um, let me see nineties ultimate. Oh, I mean, right off the bat, semi-charmed life. Oh yeah. Yeah. The best song ever written by a computer. There's no way a human (laughs) being knew how good that song would be. How is that possible? So good. Uh, smashing pumpkins, like bullet with butterfly wings, um, tonight, tonight. Uh, um, what's the name of that band? You know, them. you love them. Pearl jam. (laughs) Oh, okay. Have you seen the video? I was just asking Tom this. Have you seen the video going around online with the guy staring out the window? And it's like when Eddie Vedder said yellow lead better is playing and it's like the words written out phonetically like <laughs> oh, I'm a free man on a like it's just written like that. And it's a guy like pensively staring out the window. He's like, I really felt that. Like <laughs> I don't think I have ever once sang the actual lyrics to any what Pearl Jam song <laughs> no ever. Way. Nobody knows. It's always just even flow. Caught a hand on a You know, there's like some blues traveler. There's a lot of wallflowers. There's Love that. cranberries, offspring. Uh, I mean, the good stuff, you know. There's some foo. There's some foo fighters on there. Duncan Sheik. Oh yeah, a lot of Oasis. Yes, Duncan Sheik's on there. <laughs> Gotta love some Duncan Sheik. Radiohead, of course. STP. I, I mean, oh, you the, know the song. Um, I think it's called "Roll with Me." Roll with me. Okay, so yes, <laughs> yes. So yes. that's apparently yes. that I had a. It's probably that playlist. It was a similar playlist on one night recently, where Ken and Ari and Matt and his girlfriend Nina were over. And we were like playing game board games and had that on the background. And that song came on and Matt was like, you know, this, I think it's the, the singer. He's like, he has like a solo project and he's like, it's really good. And then I completely forgot about that whole conversation. And like days later, Matt sent me a Spotify link to a song, which we do a lot of like, you know, we're writing. So we'll send each other like inspo for whatever Mm -hmm. song. So I open it and I'm like, this is nice. And I was like, the why I text him, like, why does this voice sound really familiar? And he's like, it's the guy. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But it's like, there's, these people just have these careers that I never, you know, never even had awareness of or knew existed. Mm. But, mm. You know, whole, whole, I think it's the soul, solo thing or another project. There. I don't know. But yeah, if you right. like that one, that one hit there, <laughs> go, go explore it. Yeah. What are you listening to? Um, I've been listening to, so a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I can't remember. Sean asked me, and I don't know if he knew what he was getting into when he asked me this, what my favorite Led Zeppelin song and my favorite Genesis song was. And then he asked me to listen to them. And (laughs) my favorite Genesis record is Abacab. And like, my two favorite songs off of Abacab are Abacab and Dodo Lurker. 
And my favorite Led Zeppelin song of all time is In the Light, which is on physical graffiti. And every song on physical graffiti is 17 minutes long. And as is every song on Abacab. And we, he basically got sucked into, I don't think he knew he committed himself to a six week engagement when he asked me if you could listen to these songs that I'm always talking about so much. You're always talking about Abacab. Can we put it on? I'm like, yes, we can. (laughs) What's that song on? He's nodding right now. What's that song on physical graffiti that you're always saying is better, is the best one on it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Fucking 47 minutes later, he has a full beard. Yeah. So when we Um, ask you what you're listening to when we record another episode in six months, it will be the same thing. I'm like, I'm still listening to Abacab. Uh, So we've actually been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin. Again, getting into like the swan song era. Like I go back and forth between like early Led Zeppelin and later Led Zeppelin, but physical graffiti really is just, it's a masterpiece. Um, And a little bit of like Genesis again. I'm a really big Peter Gabriel and like early Phil Collins Abacab fan. Not so much like, listen, I'm not going to shit on Susu Studio. Okay. It's beautiful, but like yeah. that more like Prague. Yeah. That like Prague Rocky and like obviously Led Zeppelin is not Prague, Prague Rock, but when you're getting into more like kind of synths and like weird sounds, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah some old, old classics there. That's good. That's where I fall off. Like, that's why I deleted the 80s, you know, because it's like, it's sort of getting weird. You deleted <laughs> Queen. I mean, when do they start, though? Because did I, I don't think I deleted, like, Tie Your Mother Down. Did I? No. You deleted, like, you deleted so much. You deleted would... Prince. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I would delete Prince. I could delete, I could even delete David Bowie. Ugh! <laughs> I know, I'm going to get so much hate mail. Dear Lord, you deleted so like, much. I don't want to delete everybody, though. You deleted but, Heart, you deleted... I can't, I'm not deleting Dreamboat Annie. I can't. Jesus Christ, you made a huge mistake and you will pay. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I can't, I can't delete the, the 80s, it's too much. Tears for Fears. Hollow notes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone. Well, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Gig Tales. As, as we always say, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. And if you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. Mm-hmm. We remembered and it. I almost did. I had to really think about it. And if we were wrong, then you tell us and then we'll tell you <laughs> and keep and keep gigging all the things we did all the things we did it and scene and <laughs> cut. cut and now we're going to play Dodo Lurker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>